Welcome to Dreams X Trash Podcast. Hey, I'm Oscar, co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living and working in Japan with dreams of being more than an unknown writer. And I'm Jason, fellow co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living in Japan and tech and art enthusiast. And Jason, what do we do here? Well, Dreams X Trash is a podcast hosted by us, two Kenyans living in Japan. We have lived in Japan for a combined period of six years, six years, and English Jesus. teachers. <laughs> Jesus is right. The conversations <laughs> are a parasocial look at Japanese, Kenyan culture, society, history, philosophy, and a lot of bullshit that swirls around in our lives. I agree with that. And these conversations are a journey of us attempting to make sense of our lives, the world around us, and us trying to make something of what little knowledge we have. And we do have very little knowledge. And that journey starts right now. Hey, 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 Jason, another week, another podcast. We've, we've been a bit slow this year, haven't we? But you know what? It's okay. You know, we have, you have a new schedule. You have a new job. I get, I understand you're getting to the flow of things, so we can't bring you down. You're living your truth, Jason. I respect yeah, that. Yeah, and our schedules just that. aren't matching. So, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit of growing pains, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it has to grow. It has to grow, Jason. But the fact that we're still here and we're doing it now yep. means that it's... Yep. There's, there's something normal that's being created. Exactly. There's exactly, a schedule exactly. coming up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh-huh. with that, I just want to drop straight into it. Mm-hmm. So, gratitude of the week. The gratitude of the week goes to my lovely wife, Yumiko Ruto. Ooh. And she listens to the podcast on and off. And I will say the reason why she doesn't listen to it as constantly as our other regular listeners is because English is not her native language. So some of the terminology we use here tends to put her off. You know, it's like she can't open a dictionary every time we speak, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, she does try and she does ask me questions. I do appreciate that. I do appreciate the support. And she does post, she does share our podcast on her Instagram, which is, I mean, that's, that's all one wishes. You know, if all our listeners did that, you know? Yeah, that would help yeah. immensely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you so much, Yumiko. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And... Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on being my wife. <laughs> Start there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Yumiko. All right. And with that, we can jump straight into the news. Okay, What's Jason, bring up the news. Recently? Yeah, we're going to touch. We're coming back to Joe Rogan, you know? He's like our old old, old friend, old buddy, old pal. <laughs> Joe, Joe Rogan. Well, he got in trouble, you know, for people who don't know. Controversy. Again? Again, there's been a start of like a movement, you know. Okay, so Neil Young, right? Neil Young came mm. out and said, Hey, I wait, don't wait. like for, for people who don't know who is Neil Young. I just know him for like one, two songs. Is he not a rock star? So, like yeah, Neil Young is a singer songwriter, yeah. an American singer songwriter. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's kind okay. of he's quite famous, I would say. Um. That being said, he came out and said, like, hey, I don't like the misinformation Joe Rogan's putting out on his podcast. I'm mm-hmm. going to 
and spotify is not going to do anything about it so i'm going to pull my music off of the shitty platform you know uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. until they you know increase their standards uh-huh. spotify is like i called dude you know we can't do anything about joe yeah we just paid the millions <laughs> obviously they, they, they didn't say that but we all know like we just paid the millions to do this kind of thing so we're not really gonna do anything about them so if you're gonna pull your music it's cool pull your music right <laughs> no one really listens to you anyway <laughs> actually that's you know that, that's the sad fact you know no matter how famous neil young is his impact in spotify is almost nil it's actually nil you know pun intended intended the his people... impact is nil people who got awards for the most listened uh catalogs and playlists i remember mm. reading for 2021 it was eminem one mm. second was drake third was mm-hmm. i think no i can't remember who was third but i i remember kanye was somewhere in the top five too mm-hmm. yeah so like if someone maybe if drake was to what to say i'm leaving spotify because of joe rogan they might consider talking to joe rogan about his podcast right i assume so yeah but someone like neil young it's like do you know anyone who avidly listens to neil young i don't know anyone nope no it's like if actually even my older friends i haven't i haven't ever heard them discussing neil young mm-hmm. yeah so honestly i don't think i've ever heard any of his songs so i'm, I'm not saying i i know nothing about him i can't say anything disparaging about him i just say i know nothing about him and i haven't heard anything about him until this this issue with him and spotify and joe rogan I'm yeah, pretty sure like, yeah. lots uh-huh. of people. He's he, he's more like famous within you know North American crew, you know. Yes, yes, yes. North American country, yeah. and he's been doing it. I I know it because what what's the song he does? Um, I can't remember, but I know his album. There was one really big album, and mm-hmm. I, they've even played some of his songs back at home in Kenya. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I I probably had them. I just didn't know it was him. Ah, it's definitely one of those cases. Yeah, you will yeah, know it yeah. once we play it. <laughs> anyway, point is <laughs> so going back to the story, they he said he'll pull his music, and then <laughs> that started a slew of other people <laughs> coming out from the woodwork. So like, okay, you know what? I want my work, whether it was a, a podcast or music, I want it pulled from Spotify, and <laughs> then some other people those. There was a famous podcast on Spotify. Even their creator started. I don't remember the name, unfortunately. But they said, okay, we're going to pull our podcast too. And then mm-hmm. that pressured Joe to go like, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, he did the apology, right? Which is not really an apology. More of like a statement. Yeah, he said a statement whereby he'll strive to bring more diverse guests onto his show. Okay, no, he, he actually said, like, for instance, if he brings one controversial guest, he will try to make an effort to bring a more mainstream guest in the next episode to counterbalance the controversial guest. Yes. Which, which is fair enough. I guess you want to see both viewpoints of any subject, right? But anyone who's listened to Joe Rogan knows that he's been doing that forever. He already does that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it won't be immediate, but, like, if he brings somebody who says, oh, vaccinations are bad, right? A couple of months later, he'll bring like a fairly 
popular or well-established doctor who'll be like vaccines are actually good for you you know mm-hmm. he'll bring the mm-hmm. most left people and then another time he'll bring the most right people and then he'll bring mm-hmm. someone like alex jones who who, who the hell knows yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is he what, what alex jones <laughs> no one knows what the hell alex jones is you know yeah but i guess the issue here is that both sides i would say both the right and the left to a degree maybe maybe more so on the right they just don't want to give a platform to oh sorry maybe more so on the left they don't want to give a platform to people who they consider to be right to wing they believe that those ideas are dangerous and they should not be heard but joe and rogan which, isn't right right yeah but this raises the question why are you trying to suppress an idea you know it's like the idea doesn't vanish just because you don't hear it Yes. You know, it just goes into hiding, right? Yeah. And the thing about things that are considered to be dangerous, you know, they are very attractive to people who become outcasts, right? Yep. So if you say this idea is bad and you isolate me from the group, I'm going to run to that idea that you consider to be bad. And the more outcasts you're if there's a disparity in the system and there's yes. inequality, right? The more yes. outcasts yes. are created, the more those outcasts to look to those type of extremist ideas right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's how radicalization happens right yeah and so maybe the, the solution here is let's hear all those ideas that are considered to be bad let's see how silly some of those ideas are right you need to watch them you need to unveil them yeah and then in order to take down a bad idea you need to what you need to sort of like let them unwind themselves out Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. come to the most natural conclusion and mm-hmm, only then mm-hmm. will the people who actually believe it they'll be bear witness they'll, they'll be the first witnesses they'll be right there witnessing it and then they'll go mm-hmm. themselves when they once they see it like oh this idea doesn't work mm-hmm. the idea dies right yes exactly 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 eh, that's what happens that's what happens yeah. and then now of course jordan peterson was on joe rogan last week i believe it was last week right and that also caused another problem with two issues. Number one, Jordan Peterson spoke about climate, which is not his area of expertise. To be yeah. fair, maybe, maybe he shouldn't have gone so deep into that subject. But mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's obviously a subject that the whole, the whole world cares about, or if Wait, not the whole world cares about, the whole world should care about. You know. Let me touch on Joe Rogan's platform for a second, because mm-hmm. it's okay. like. He's being he's being held to a standard of journalism, but he's not a mm-hmm. journalist. No, he's he's a comedian. He's, pe- people yeah. take him as like, this is because he's competing with mainstream media. People mm-hmm. are holding him up like he's mainstream media now. Like he has to have this like uh, level of ethics and morals, n- no misinformation. He has to have this. It's like, dude, this guy is yeah. literally just bringing friends on his platform and having conversations with them. But you know, that's that's also the issue, right? He's not competing with them. Whatever he's doing is just more attractive than the mainstream media, right? Yeah. He's not trying to compete with Fox or CNN. He's not doing that. He's just a dude who's making a podcast with his friend. That's it. Right? With his friends. Yeah. That's it. And like I t- so I I spoke to you about the numbers earlier. So there was uh, some there were the 2021 media ratings for and the sources are from Nielsen and Spotify. So these are 2021 median ratings in America. Hmm. So the the media ratings were average viewers per show in the millions, right? Hmm. And the shows listed as CNN primetime, MS, MSNBC primetime, the Rachel Maddow show, 
in Ingraham Ingraham Angle with Fox News Primetime, Hannity the Five, Tucker Carlson, and Joe Rogan, right? So CNN Primetime was the lowest on the list. Per millions, uh, per average, they got like 0.82, so 820,000 viewers per show, right? Uh-huh. For CNN Primetime. That was the average. MSNBC, 1.2 million. Rachel Maddow, 2.3. Uh, and Tucker Carlson, which was the highest below Joe Rogan, had 3.2 million, right? Tucker Carlson now, is the highest behind Joe Rogan? Behind Joe Rogan, yes. It's, now, Joe Rogan... You know what? I think it's the, yeah? it's the old people. The old people who are still watching TV because exactly. young people don't watch TV, right? Exactly. They're the now, ones. Yeah. Joe Rogan... So Tucker Carlson has 3.2 million <laughs> viewers per show, right? On average, right? Joe Rogan has an average of 11 million viewers per show. And now this is the this is the, the problem here is that when people look at these numbers, I assume people in the mainstream world look at these numbers, they're like, wow, our competition is Joe Rogan. But why are journalists trying to compete with a comedian who's talking to his friends? That's the question. <laughs> why? You know, it's like, hey, maybe. Okay, you can argue that Joe Rogan wants his podcasting, he's no longer a comedian, right? But whatever he's podcasting about are things that he as an individual is interested in. I, I assume so. Yeah, 100%. He, he never talks about things he doesn't want to talk about. Exactly. So that's why, because he's interested in them and he has a platform where he can, have, he can speak to these guests for like three, four hours at a go, people are more willing to listen to someone who is actually interested discuss with someone who is knowledgeable on the subject right uh. as opposed to cnn primetime whereby like if if jordan peterson goes on cnn as an example right he'll be given max five minutes to speak five like, ten minutes yeah it's like we, we didn't learn anything in five minutes there's no way i can learn anything about this person in five minutes yep. right but if i list if i can get to listen to anyone but joe biden jordan peterson you know alex jones for three hours Whatever that facade that person puts out, puts on in three hours, whatever bullshit they have is going to fade away. By the, you can't by, you by can't sustain your bullshit for three hours. If I, by the end of the second hour, everything reveals itself naturally. Exactly, exactly. You know. Oh, by the way, trash bag. So another hundred yen for me. Yep. And then you know, once they start adding, because you know, Rogan has that bar right there. He gives them alcohol or whatever they need. Uh, <laughs> once they start drinking and smoking up, like Elon Musk smoking. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gone you're gone yeah <laughs> yeah now the real personality gets revealed yeah 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 so now back to jordan peterson here jordan peterson was discussing climate and of course this is not jordan peterson is a psychologist he's not a climate scientist right yep and he said some things one thing he said i did i never thought about but it seemed very convincing he said the word climate simply refers to everything we do and I, I, was, I i thought of it as like the english word climate we use that climates can be used in a variety of situations right the climate of this yes. room is hot you know and you people understand what you mean so when he said that exactly. i'm just like okay i kind of got what he's saying here yeah so you know the reason why i bring that up is because when we talk about climate change and you human beings impacting climate so this is the definition in according to google of climate the weather conditions prevailing in an area in general or over a long period right but but that's everything 
in exactly. general is like that's the short term that's what's happening right now general exactly like the but general like, weather of or climate of kenya is um yes temporal yes. temporal so now the thing so, so yeah the temperate temperate temperate, temperate yeah, right Tem- sorry yeah. temperate so the 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 thing that i was that made me that made me really think about that word climate like what you say climate is everything when you talk about human beings affecting climate it's like when when do, does our where do our actions begin to affect climate and when where do our actions end in so far as we affect climate right uh-huh. it's so if you look at it everything we do pretty much affects climate right me yeah. turning on the lights in my house to a degree affects the climate right uh-huh. me taking a shower for 10 minutes definitely affects the climate you breathing outside affects the climate exactly me smoking definitely that definitely is doing something to the to the general atmosphere around me right yeah so which is a which is a weird issue it's like so when the climate scientists talk about things we can do we do to impact climate they're only focusing on specific things right carbon emissions to be to be the number one right yeah but I, I felt like okay so this is a wording problem right mm, it, mm. the climate types as you would say mm. are talking about a very specific problem yes 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 which i agree i agree i agree so i agree with them i agree with them let me begin there so joe rogan ah, not joe rogan jordan peterson mm. he did he want people to be more specific about the problem itself uh, yes, that was the issue he said because he kept repeating, "What do they mean? What do they mean?" Yeah, yeah. It, he also said like, "What did, there's something he said." There's a very specific statement he gave, which, which was like, along the lines of like, "The climate types erase a problem, and they choose." I forgot what he said, but there was something very specific, which is was very interesting. Okay, go on speaking. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find what he said. Um. There was one thing he did say that I thought, like, oh, I want to hear a number on this as well. Uh-huh. The thing that even Joe Rogan was surprised. What, what, what was that? The amount of kids who die from... Oh, yes, yes. From from dangerous particulates in the house. In the house. Yes. So he said that people... So, according, so the first statement he gave was that per year, 7 million children die from pollutants in the household you know Which... like people using uh, stoves in the house you know ga- gas stoves or like charcoal stoves in the house right which i to wouldn't say... be surprised because we know coming from kenya yeah yeah when i went to the countryside we always yeah. did that yeah we always did that we oh, always whole, did that yeah the whole countryside will like they will cook a stove inside and the stove is using like i don't know can be gas mm. can be charcoal a lot of times it's yes. charcoal right yes 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 and you can just look at what it does to the wall after you exactly. burn the charcoal. it's actually black the wall yeah. becomes black. black you look at your hands <laughs> it's black the smoke yeah. just makes everything black and it's yeah. just like it's... you don't need a scientist to tell it's... you this is bad for you <laughs> but so actually it was correct he was corrected later on by jamie so the, the actual number was like seven hundred thousand yeah but the study also that up to six up to seven million children are affected by those pollutants in the household so the death is actually seven hundred thousand, but the children affected is up to seven million yes so he he got the stat wrong yeah so this is what joe rogan's story jordan Peterson said that that really got to me he said uh there are no there is no such thing as climate 
climate types uh, he said there's no such thing as climate but your models climate is everything but your models aren't based on everything your models are based on a set number of vi- variables so that means you've reduced the variables which are everything to th- to that set but how did you decide which set of variables to include in the equation if it's about everything uh it depends on the problem that you're looking at no like yeah with, so maybe with... that's something that they should bring on a climate scientist to discuss which yes. Jorgen said he'll have one next next month or this month yes 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 yes, yes. yeah uh, anyway so that's some, so the thing that that thing really yeah the thing with everything also like there yeah, that charcoal thing is true it's like i remember as a kid yeah charcoal in the household was just it bro it was everywhere like we're going to the even, countryside and even the my smell. parents telling me going yeah, exactly <laughs> you know the smell how it sticks on you even after yeah. the charcoal isn't even there in the house anymore yeah. it just sticks on you it sticks on the food sometimes yeah man i remember that one end of nunue maka going by the charcoal you know hey maka jesus christ it was everywhere that was black everywhere. smoke black black smoke and it's cheaper oh, than the gas right the gas tanks of way course cheaper, no way cheaper you, people in the countryside are not buying gas tanks no no and then you can yeah, talk and, about kerosene even kerosene mm, how oh, yes. that how many problems kerosene uh, yes, causes yes, yes. for people yeah. in general yeah. yeah so hearing jordan peterson talk about that it was just like this rings true with the reality we've seen in kenya yes 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 but of course in the west it doesn't make sense people that are like what don't you that, have yeah, ventilation like, under right? <laughs> your your stove people think about gas stoves or electric stoves it's like man a lot of a lot of the third world countries have no stoves man no 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 we have that cold stove you know that that small stove on you on the ground where you you fill it with charcoal you know just yes <laughs> like stuff it like stuffing a turkey stoves. like stuffing a turkey <laughs> man made stove yeah yeah so anyway man okay yeah, and the think, other, uh, yeah what's the other issue the other issue okay so number one jordan piece of talking about climate that is not his area of expertise so i think to criticize him there is pretty much like criticizing you and me for talking about climate of course whatever we know about climate is something we've read in books or we've had someone else say we have not done any research yeah so i i think that's an unfair place to criticize someone on no anyway, you, still, you still criticize them but you just tell you just, mean, everything you, you hear them say you know like he's not a climate scientist yeah, yeah, yeah. So. like okay so w- what i mean here is that you wouldn't criticize a non-expert the same way you criticize an, an expert yeah. yeah 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 different styles so for sure. the so i think when which jordan peterson said himself do not take my word for gospel yeah right because he knows he's not an expert and we know he's not an expert that is not the place i'm not going to jo- to jo- to Jordan Peterson to listen to, on to, or to look for climate information <laughs> yeah right? it's like what <laughs> what are you doing what are you doing yeah there are other people who know much more than he does so the place where i listen to Jordan Peterson is especially about psychology yeah. because that's his field of expertise and whether he right? admits it or not also philosophy a lot and of what, a lot of yes. what he says is philosophy yes 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 and so another issue that he was i think you you brought up to me via text i didn't even i didn't even realize that happened in the podcast and i listened to it twice i didn't even realize this happened mm-hmm. when they were talking about the the word black i didn't even notice that you know <laughs> I, I think 
it was a weird conversation because I didn't expect like it was out of nowhere. Yeah. But then I I also just like quickly went over it. I thought it was not a big deal. I it was later when I was looking at articles and people are like really focusing on this and even Twitter was focusing on this and I'm just like wait why are people focusing on this you know? Yeah, I didn't even notice it. It's like that because when they were speaking on that issue, it seemed like they were joking around. I did. It did seem like it was actually a part of the conversation, you know. Yeah, it was just like a by the like way, a random tangent. Just, yeah, yeah a random... <laughs> side thing over here. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, they need to be careful. I think I understood subconsciously. Like, ah, I was like, oh, they need to be careful here because people are just ready. You know, the, the Twitter people they're just ready, waiting for them to say something even remotely questionable. You know. Yeah, yeah, man. Anyways, Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson, they they are bound to be criticized. Anyway, when but, you know, it's like when you get big, people are gonna come at you, man. People are gonna come at you. But but what he said was right. You know, like the word black and the way we define some of these like skin colors is really weird when you think about it. Let me let me give you a story, a history on this, my personal history on this. In Kenya, for the most part, we are all black, right? I mean, as far as the West considers considers race, right? We are all black people, yeah. right? But when I was a kid, people used to pick on me, rather make fun of me, because I was black. Dark. And the joke... No, no, they never used to say, you was, Oscar, you're dark. They used to say, Oscar, you're so black. Huh. What does that mean? What does that mean? Now, in the Western world, they might not understand why are they picking on you because you're black. It's because in Kenya, rather in Africa, we don't see each other as black. We are just human beings. You know, it's like... <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're right. But now, here's Oscar, who's just darker than the rest of us. Now, so now, Oscar is black. You know? <laughs> 100%. So, when, I think that makes a lot of sense, honestly. But like... It's, 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 it's information that doesn't... It's none... It's non-consequential information saying that everyone is black in Kenya of course we're all black you know no one even looks to that because it's like saying the sky is blue Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we don't even look at that sort of information our eyes don't see that anymore but Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. Oscar comes around or someone like Oscar comes around and it's just like oh this guy is darker than usual you know yeah so this this guy is actually black now (laughs) I I, I remember a funny joke This it used to bother me so much when I was 12 but looking back, it was really a really good joke. One kid that was in, in class, mm-hmm. and one kid was in the cross of me, and he was just watching me. And he was just watching me for like minutes. Mm-hmm. And when he, and finally he spoke up, and the first thing he said, Hey, Blacky Chan. <laughs> he just started calling me Blacky Chan. You know? Blacky Chan. <laughs> hey. You know, I really, I hey. really hated that. But looking back, it was like, That was a really good joke, man. That was a really good joke. <laughs> The yeah, and high, you know, high school kids how we could do we just ruthless <laughs> to each other back then. Oh man, oh man, it's so ruthless. yeah, so it's like, yeah, so now maybe in the west, Jason in Kenya, you, you're, you're pretty light skinned, Jason, right? Yeah, actually, but you know, west... you know, funny enough, I was talking <laughs> with this with uh, my fiance, right? Mm. Uh. Why mm. is light skinned? desirable in kenya you know what i'm talking about right i think almost globally i think almost globally 
but Even but in why? Japan, like, but women with lighter skin, are cons- we are we can't focus on the global scale because we don't know anything about other countries. We can only focus mm-hmm. on what we know, right? In this case, home, right? Kenya. Mm-hmm. Why 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 do you think like light skin? I I, I theorize it had something to do with the British. The British thinking and ideas seeped into our own minds and our own psyche. Yeah, but I, I can't assume that because but, I don't know what was attractive prior to that. Exactly, but I that's just a theory. I said like, okay, I don't know what exactly was happening before the British, you know? Yeah, yeah. This might have been already been something that existed even before the yeah, British. The reason why I believe it ex- existed before the British was because it seems pervasive everywhere. I mean, look at, like, if, now in Japan once more. In the past, the geisha in Japan were making, were putting on makeup to make themselves as white as possible. That means, even in the past, the lighter you are, the more attractive they consider you to be. That wasn't because of the white man. Or white, that was there. being lighter, whiteness was, attr- like, it was the, seen as the most attractable, or most... Attractive? The epitome, the epitome of attractiveness, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's something to do with purity, maybe... Maybe it's one of those like it's, symbolic symbolic thinking. It's less white, white is pure. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent that you know light light goodness is all associated with white, right? Yeah, yeah. White light. Yeah, I, so I, I is, don't know. I don't is, know. Is the shadow black is darkness? Yeah. So. Yeah, I I don't know because I I do remember even as a kid going back to my childhood, the kids in my class who are light skin, the, the boys in my class who are light skinned, seem to get all the girls. Girl just chased them around. No, that, that in university even that was a fact. It was the light yeah. skinned niggas. There's a reason yeah. why there's a meme, light skinned niggas. <laughs> it's like women just chase them. It's like, it's you know. Let me tell you a fucked up story. A hundred yen. Yeah. When when I was in high school, there was this there was this cream. No, maybe not. No, just when I entered high school, there was this cream they started selling in Kenya for like skin bleaching. Right. I bought it what? once. Yes, yeah, I bought it the skin, the skin bleaching? Yeah, it wasn't really it wasn't really bleaching, but it was it was claiming to make you it will make you lighter. Right. right. And I and I didn't tell anyone anyone I bought it and I used it. Of course nothing happened, but I was hoping I would be lighter. You wow. know, because yeah, because fuck I li- I live my life, people picking on me for you know, either being too fat or being too dark. So it's like something needed to give man <laughs> so like no no of course with, with being fat that i worked on that so that was just working out i could do something about that but being dark it seemed like nothing like nothing could be done until i discovered this cream oh this is heaven you know god has given me a solution of course nothing happened it didn't work <laughs> mm. uh, again it's just so weird considering like you said we're in a country that is all filled with all black people, dark skinned people. Yeah. So uh, no, but again, what you said does make sense. It it seemed to be the prevailing idea of beauty across a lot of different cultures and civilizations that whiter or the lighter skinned people tend to be seen as more attractive. But I, but now uh, mm. maybe we should do some research and find out which societies consider dark skin as beautiful. I, I think there's definitely there should be they, they should they must be so I'm saying maybe let's I'll do research on that and for the next episode that's the, gonna be the first thing we we'll discuss I think because like with all things there's always, know, there's always variants right yes. sh- as far as I know as far as I know right now 
no such society exists as far as i know right now mm, mm, mm. yeah i've been no society that celebrates darkness you know as i even far as i know i even know about a society that celebrates fat people oh yes people yes yes fat. mauritania or was it mauritania or mauritius mauritius and mauritania yeah, yeah. yeah you're right yeah 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 because fat is seen as a sign of wealth even kenya in like our parent generation right that was like a big the man with the big belly was like you know Mheshimiwa, there is the you know what's what does Mheshimiwa mean in English? Mheshimiwa. <laughs> He's the, sure. the honorable one, the honorable one, you know, yeah. honorable. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think we've gone really deep into that. Anyway, so Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan discussed, mentioned the word black, and said that you the term black and white are funny terms. It's actually it's actually shades of tan and shades of brown, and people got really offended by that, and I wonder why. I, well, I, I, mean, I can actually, imagine why. I can imagine why. I can imagine why. But still. they're trying to uh, disintimate or dis- decode mm. the ideas behind skin color, you know, mm. in their own mm. way, because it's just a conversation mm. in the end, right? The same mm. way we have mm. a conversation right now. Mm. And for the most part, I didn't understand what they're trying to say. Like, if you come, if you if you're coming to this world as an alien, right? Mm. You would see this idea of skin color being such a big identifier of who somebody is mm. as an alien you think that's such a absurd <coughs> idea you know like why why are they why are they doing this it, it logically doesn't make sense isn't it better to judge someone based on the, their, their character than their skin color like there's so many better uh, and now if you look identifiers at the, or factors the people on the the people on the anti anti-racist community now this way it gets crazy, bro. This way it gets crazy. Anti-racist. Anti. Are you never heard this term? Anti-racist. Anti-racist. I don't think yes. I've ever encountered that. Oh, bro, you're ready for a bomb. You're ready for a bomb. <laughs> anti-racism. Just, what? Yes, anti-racism. Let me let me just give you a description from Google first. Let me give you a. Anti-racism encompasses a range of ideas of political actions which are meant to counter racial prejudice, systemic, 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 systemic racism and Mm -hmm. the oppression of specific, sorry, dance, of specific, meant to counter racial prejudice and oppression specific racial groups. Anti-racism mm. is usually structured around conscious efforts and deliberate actions which are intended to prevent equal opportunities for all on both an individual and systemic level. Mm-hmm. Now, I the... didn't know this word existed. It didn't until a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. So it's a recent <laughs> word. <laughs> no, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And the thing with the anti-racist community, it's they are all about segregation. What? And the idea, so the idea of the anti-racist ideas. No, no, yeah, I mean his ideas before he went to Mecca. Because after he went to Mecca, he stopped it's... being about segregation. He was all yes. about integration. Yes, yes. yes but yes. now, the idea with anti-racism is that all white people are racist, and that's that. Okay, I've lost. They've lost me. That's that. You know, to to some degree, that's true. No. Let me tell you why. We're Let me tell you racist, why. Let me explain. Though. Exactly. We are all racist. You cannot live in this world without your own prejudices and your yes. own like. And here's the funny thing. If you look at 
almost all tribes in Kenya, right? And look, ask them for the meaning of the tribal name. The meaning of the tribal name for almost all tribes, probably even in the world, is that is the people. That means we are people and all of you are something else. Yes. You're the other. You know? <laughs> exactly. And exactly. no one no one cares about the other. <laughs> exactly. So to say that all white people are racist, well, that's, yes, that's true. But it's only half right. It's half right in the people. It's not all white people are racist. Like all human beings are racist. But no one wants well, to hear that because that means the problem is bigger than we thought. <laughs> it's just i don't know white people are easy punching back because of history yeah because of recent history oh, because of you recent history yeah like yeah. if you look at the whole scale of races i mean the whole scale of history it's like man you think racism is a problem you have not seen how how freaking like what how horrible we can be to one another racism is such a tiny thing yeah like bro we've been doing slavery has been around since i think forever forever almost almost forever it's in the bible bro (laughs) this isn't a a new thing white people came and created man white people have just they perpetuated a, a system that's been around in humanity for like yeah the strong controlling the weak basically let's just say the white people did it best because they also had the advent of guns to assist them. I don't know if they did it best. I, I think it's just recent, like you said. It's mm. just recent, so it's really fresh in people's minds. And because they're dealing with the descendants of the slaves themselves, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. now the yeah. chickens have come back to roost, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm pretty sure, like, in ancient times... Oh, civilizations were toppled, actually. That's how usually the stories ended, right? Yep, exactly, exactly. Yeah. The slaves would remain how... until the civilization toppled. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, man. So I think. It... Or they were Here's freed the... by something, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, this, I don't know, but I the, don't... the idea of slavery would, would persist and exist. You know why? Yeah, because yeah. the strong conquer the weak exactly people who, are, it is. who had power of all this just like looked at other people who don't have anything and went like you know what let's use we're them. gonna take we're gonna take more from you to yep. those who have none more will be taken <laughs> yep yeah yep, matthew yep, yep, yep. that's the book of matthew <laughs> and god said and the lord said to those who have none more will be taken and what did so, the europeans and the americans have they had technology much yes, more technologically yes. advanced than Africa. Yeah, yeah. They were like thinking, where can we go? Like this conquering thing in Europe isn't working. We've fought with France like eight, nine times now. You know, like hundreds of times. You know, the, like I'm talking about the UK specifically because mm-hmm. they're the ones who like. If we're talking about imperialism, they're like the poster boy. They're, yeah, they're, like they're the, the OG. They're the OG. <laughs> exactly. They're the OG of imperialism, right? With all of their colonies and stuff. So. They probably looked at the Europe and went like, you know, this whole European fighting thing is just super costly. It's not working out. And some of this blows back on our own home mm-hmm. homeland. Mm-hmm. It's like, where can we go where it's our guns versus literal people with sticks? You know, let's go conquer them. <laughs> <laughs> and they found Africa and they went like, you know what? This is pretty good. We're going <laughs> to... This is ours now. <laughs> yeah. 
this is cost effective <laughs> exactly they're probably this is cost effective and then they're just like you know ah but then there might be this humanitarian problem where people are like ah but we can't do this to fellow human beings let's just no 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 say that they're no. not human beings you know exactly and they got help from the pope to do that you know? yeah the church the church helped them out this is like oh no yeah. the people aren't these people are below us. Don't worry these about are, it. These are subhuman. It's fine. It's, it's fine. subhuman. Actually, we're doing them a favor. We're doing them a favor. We're helping them out. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, when you think of yeah. it like that, it's very simple how people can perpetuate that cycle. It's not that hard. And you know, that, that's a very massive scale. You can even look at it in your in your own life, right? Yeah. Like, uh, let me give you a fun... Hmm, I don't know if I should give this story. Anyway, there's a company there's someone i know who works for a company right yeah it's it's not my company not Pepe, just another person in another company uh-huh. and in this company someone got corona or some or that rather someone realized they can't smell or taste right uh-huh. so they told their their boss hey boss i don't think i should come into work today because i can't smell or taste anything i might have corona let me go and get tested uh-huh. right and the boss told this guy dude we're not making enough sales. We can't let you do that. Come in for work today. <laughs> uh-uh. oh, the guy came in and he was... Now, a few days later, that boss who told him not to come into work got corona. And five other people in the office got corona. So now everyone, they had to shut down the office. <laughs> <laughs> and the point I'm making here is like, this boss, this guy who told him not to come in, he had, he had power, right? Yep. And he real and this guy who who initially believed he had corona had no power in the, he had no power in that position, right? Uh-huh. So he could so the boss just took advantage of his power to make things in his company work as smoothly as he thought he could make them work. Uh-huh. Of course, now he was doing something that was cost effective in the moment, but then there was backlash later on. Yep. Just like there is backlash now with the West, you know, like U- Europe facing backlash from like the anti-racist community and the leftists and whoever else tell them you did this to us yeah. you did this to us it's time for payback because in the end the mm. truth prevails right and the truth mm-hmm. is that the people that she had colonies over they weren't subhuman mm. they were people no yeah just like you yeah yes. you did exactly what you did because you just wanted resources mm-hmm mm-hmm like you don't don't get it twisted you know like making it a whole philosophical not philosophical making it an ethnic thing like making it like sound like it's a it's it's it's, it's a matter of saving these people instead That's of, the lie. of conquering yeah making it that <laughs> lie mm-hmm. is what caused all of this mm-hmm. 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 and i'm pretty sure racism existed way before that yeah but um we're just no, focusing it, on yeah. this specifically because again it's what it's modern it's, it's modern, what we can yeah. see right now it's yeah. what we can see right now exactly yeah yeah and Man. with that i just Was... people should just look to history honestly like this thing yeah. it's been going on for such a long time people shouldn't act like it's a new thing I mean, there's this wonderful documentary on youtube you think you're the one who introduced me to it the four-part series on the history of slavery Oh, that thing is. What was, hey, that thing what was the name of the documentary? What was the name of it? The one that looks at Kenya specifically, or which one? Yeah, yes, that one, that one. I don't know. Oh no, no, it was talking about the whole of Africa. It was the whole of Africa, talking about how slavery began and the history of slavery and stuff. Anyway, just anyway, I think you must be able to find it on YouTube. It's a four-part documentary. Just 
type in the history of slavery i'm sure something will come up it's a four-part series and it details the history of slavery pr- before before the white man went into africa oh yeah slavery existed in africa yeah it's a beautiful <laughs> documentary this is how people don't even like people think the white man brought slavery no slavery was already even in africa yep conquered yep. the conquered clans had complete mm-hmm. control over the sorry the conquering clans mm. had complete reign over the conquered clans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a lot of times the men would be killed and the women would become slaves the women mm-hmm, and kids mm-hmm. become slaves mm-hmm. does yeah. that does that story sound familiar oscar <laughs> man it's the way i mean it's the way of the world man in you're some, right you're right you know in in some regions they would um what's what's what in assemble assemble no assimilate assimilate sorry Ass- yeah. <laughs> assemble yeah assimilate <laughs> them into the culture like with zulu culture they tried their best with that i know that specifically they're specific like because africa is a huge place not everyone was doing that they were conquering but not everyone was doing it on the same level as the europeans or like perpetuating that slavery system as we know it right now right but for the most part there were there were cases like that you know and when the europeans came around the people who were conquering they were like hey a new trading partner let's trade slaves with them and they'll give us their guns <laughs> and they gave guns and gold and jewelry and clothes to the mm-hmm. conquering clans mm-hmm. people think like the europeans came and like kidnapped us yeah, yeah, yeah. which they did no, no, no. in some cases right in some like yeah. remote places but in a lot of places they were trading yeah for the most part most of it was trade most of it was trade Mombasa, they come no to Mombasa, way. they were trading Mombasa yeah, was you, already you there with the Arabs. They were trading slaves. You can't kidnap, you can't kidnap millions of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't. You can kidnap a couple thousand, maybe, but you can't kidnap millions. You know, you know. At some point, someone probably said, "Cool, take these guys. I don't like them." You know? <laughs> yeah. No, like take these guys. These aren't our people. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like they probably weren't even calling them people. They were like, "These are cattle. Like cattle." Yeah. Take like... take these animals. Take these animals away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they were probably doing that. Take these animals away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And the white people would be like, oh, they're doing this to each other. Ah, cool. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> cool. Cool, 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 buddy, cool, buddy. <laughs> we'll take these animals out of your hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's fucked. You know, yeah, it's fucked. We, did, we do this to each other. And to this day, we still do this to each other. We still. To there's, this st- day. there's still, what's it called? It's, uh, not slavery. We don't call it slavery. It's human, human trafficking. trafficking. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now it's human trafficking. Yeah. It still exists. Man, it still exists. Do. Oh man. Hey, what you gonna mm. do? What you gonna human do? Beings, human beings can be terrible. There's this one quote by Dostoevsky, you know, Fyodor Dostoevsky, the author of Crime and Punishment. And he says, every man is responsible for himself and everything that happens to everyone else. That's that's a deep quote, man. That's deep. That's, that's what, powerful. That's what leaders are held up to, no? Exactly. You know, it's like everything that happens in your life is your fault. But everything that happens in the lives of, of the people around you, maybe even the whole world in general, is also your Their fault. Faults. Yeah. It's like, dude, no, no, I can't handle that. <laughs> you know, I'm barely hanging on over here, you know? Yes. I'm barely hanging on. And now I'm being told that slavery is my fault too. No. No, I don't want to hear that. I'm being told the evils, the evil atrocities atro- 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 committed by, you know, maybe like some 
what some arms lord some arms dealer is my fault you know corona is my fault no 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 i don't want to hear none of that it's like but it's, you have to be responsible to one degree or another because yes maybe the evil in the world is it wasn't exists. created by you it wasn't created by by you but it persists maybe because you say nothing you do nothing about it definitely and maybe maybe the, maybe the doing something here so, isn't going out and and marching and protesting maybe that's not it maybe if, it's just denouncing evil in your own life you know what i mean if let's say hypothetically if somebody you know is about to get shot right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know this information beforehand and maybe warning mm-hmm. them can save them right mm-hmm. if you don't warn them mm-hmm. and they do get shot and they die are you the one who murdered them well of course the law will say no okay the law the law might say that you are partly responsible because you had information but you withheld information right the law yeah, so you, now, yes, we can look yes. at it from a legal standpoint but now from a moral standpoint is what i want to what, what do you think from a moral standpoint then yes you're fully responsible for their death you're fully responsible i would say from moralistically speaking you're fully responsible if you didn't do everything that you could do then you yes. are uh, like i can't i don't know even me myself i can't say that you're fully responsible but you are definitely partly responsible for that death i i will say you're fully responsible because you knew you knew very you were like you're going to stop a murder bro in, in the end, but it. partly because they're not the ones who shot the bullets in the end it's not them killing them right but it's still responsible okay. because you could L- let me say why something. let me say why i i believe you stopping them is a greater act of good because not only have you stopped um someone from being murdered right mm-hmm. but you've also stopped someone else from becoming a murderer true 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 right so it's like you've you've potentially stopped two evils mm-hmm. yeah so that's why i say you, you you definitely hold responsibility if you know the murder is going to happen and you didn't do anything about it you hold a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. but it's also like now it goes to the question of like uh, so like love for instance right mm-hmm. love is blind no no not 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 like not romantic love i mean like if you love someone and you see them doing something that you know is wrong for them and you don't stop them from doing that thing do you really love them you do love them but then no, okay, no, not even Ooh. stop them. No, not even stop them. Okay, maybe stop them is is a is a big term. Maybe let's say discourage them from doing that thing. If you don't discourage them from doing that thing, is it really love? It's love. It's still love because love is such a love is such a encompassing thing. It's a like mm. it's it's such a it's like an ocean. The mm. experience of love is so deep and Mm -hmm. can be seen or like you can experience it on so many different levels that i can't Mm. say that just because you didn't discourage them on this one act that you don't love them right but that being said Mm -hmm. when consequences Mm -hmm. come to that person Mm -hmm. you're responsible i can definitely be fully responsible there's one story my mother told me when i was a kid it's one of those bedtime stories parents tell kids i don't know maybe like even i don't know like even i don't know if it's a kenyan story I, I want to ask this though first like you uh, and me uh, like do we even really understand what love is truly is can you say you understand 100 what love is no no i don't I, oh 
I guess love is one of those things you, you can't understand rationally. It's, it's you, just experience. You right? understand the idea of love in your head. You understand the love that you see in your world, right? But, but you don't I will say that the... the idea of love in my head is also distorted by my own experiences. You know? Hence it's so, your so here's idea. An example. Hence it's your here's, idea. So that's why I say I wouldn't call the thing... The thing I would like to call love in my head might not be love. In my thoughts. It might just be to be accepted as I am. But mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. to be accepted as I am is not good for me. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So, as an example is, I like drinking. Well, I rather I used to like drinking, right? Mm. And someone who let me drink and not bother me about how much I drink, I would call that love. Yeah, there's an argument for both sides, right? Hey, somebody who likes, who loves Oscar would let Oscar do what Oscar wants to do. Exactly. Enjoy exactly. his life and do what he wants to do. If Oscar wants to drink, let him drink. Oh, that person clearly loves you. He's letting you do your own thing. Exactly. But then there's also but... the other side where it's like, yeah. no, that person doesn't love him. The person that truly loves Oscar will prevent him from drinking that poison. You know? Yes, drinking from harming that's... himself. Yes, drinking that thing that'll po- that is poisoning himself. You know? Mm-hmm. Now, there's a story that my mother told me as a kid. I don't know, maybe you've had the same story. I don't know if it's a story to put to all Kenyans or it's just like particular to my mother's community. Unfortunately, oh, is this, this is the last thing. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So the story is this. There was a boy. A boy who grew up, he was raised by his mother, only by his mother. And he was a very disrespectful and naughty boy, right? Mm-hmm. As he got older, his harmless, his non-malevolent naughtiness turned into malevolence, true malevolence, right? He became a thief, a murderer. And eventually, eventually the arm of the law caught up with him. Uh And the consequence of his actions was to be hung, right? He was Uh going to be hung, right? Uh And the executioner asked him, is there one thing you'd like to say before your death? Uh And he said, please let me speak to my mother. I want to whisper something into my mother's ear. And so the mother came to the, you know, to the, to the place where he's being hanged. And the boy went to whisper something into the mother's ear. Uh-huh. But he didn't whisper anything. He just beat off his mother's ear. And he was asked, why did you do that? And he said, because he said, all of this time I was doing all this wrong. My mother didn't try to stop me even once. I remember my mother told me this story when I was like maybe like six or seven years old. And, you know, it's like that's... Is that love? If I see you doing wrong and I don't stop you, is that really love? Because there will be consequences on your part. And maybe not just on your part. Because your actions not only hurt you, but they hurt everyone that you come into contact with. If you're, if, you're, if your kid grows up to be a horrible person, you're responsible Exa- for that. Right? Exactly. Exactly. If your wife is a horrible human being, it's your fault, Jason. Yeah. It's your fault because you can do something. You can you, you live can, with her. Yeah, you can do something about it. Yeah, maybe not make her a good person, but you can t- definitely you help. know put a limit on her evil. You know, <laughs> you can help things out. You know. Yeah, if if my wife let me k- keep on drinking, bro, where would I be today? I wouldn't be here doing this podcast. That's for sure. You know? <laughs> mm. Yeah. So anyway, I think today we've gone. We didn't really touch the main topic. That's too, too bad. Maybe we'll touch on it next next time. No, this is the main topic. This is wonderful. <laughs> what are you talking about? This was the always planned to be the main topic. 
And with that, <laughs> we are out of time. So thank yeah. you, listeners, for another wonderful week. And thank you, Thank you, you so much. Thank you, Jason. We appreciate you. And listeners, keep on listening. We'll come back with another episode next week on Dreams X Trash. And I'm... Um, I have an idea for a guest, so mm-hmm. look forward to that. Wonderful, right. wonderful, wonderful. Bye bye guys. Bye bye, bye Jason. Oh, it's gonna sound this.